And you're on the air. And we're on the air. Listener, you're on the air. This is FOH. This is FOH. <laughs> Wait, That'd I did it cool. too soon. Um, that yeah, would you have cool. to give it this. You have to give it the beat. This is FOH. There we go. Um, or I would probably have some other weird little tick that I, how I would say it. Like if yeah. all, all radio hosts have their own, you're like, why do they say it that way? But they yeah. do. Someone I was texting with the other day was like, um, called something herky jerky. And mm. I didn't criticize that. I was like, okay. And then they were like, sorry, you said that on your podcast. And I was like, that's, hey, it's absolutely fine. I was like, it's what? totally fine. What would I be think the they criticism? were feeling self-conscious that it was. It's an old fashioned. I mean, it is a weird thing to say. It's old fashioned. It's weird. I like it. If someone, yeah, I, I was wish like, someone, I wish someone would say herky jerky to me. <laughs> Bella, <laughs> come tell your lady herky jerky. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <clears throat> no, I don't have any old old timey grifters. Any uh, panhandler, you know, nineteen yeah. thirties like, uh, oh, bootleggers. I hate here. penny for you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, there's probably good, some steampunk people in Eugene I could probably hit up. Um, oh, almost. almost. Speaking of, people here say Eugene okay. for the town instead of Eugene. I say Eugene. Is They're, that weird? It's weird that you think that there's a difference between those two. Eugene. They say, oh, here in Eugene. And I say, here in Eugene... Oh, yeah. I emphasize the first one. How do you say that? How do you say that name if you said it was somebody? Like, say it's not a person. It's a person. Okay, I'm just talking to Eugene. <laughs> I guess I would emphasize Jean. Okay, all right. <laughs> here we have it, folks. You heard it here last because <laughs> everyone's already decided this is the correct way. All right, great. Um, well, as we said, as previously mentioned, hello, everyone. This is FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And this is a service industry podcast that we hope you love. Yeah, it sure <laughs> is. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Uh, I hope this is your first episode and you're like, what the fuck? I do too. I, as we've said before, I often, I often think of that when we record these little, these little ditties. I say, what if this was a, a child's first eye-opening experience the wild world of FOH, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I say perfect. Other times I say, ooh, they are going to leave a bad review. <laughs> One what star. I was talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. We haven't had a new review in a while. If you're feeling like a little bit uh, herky-jerky, why don't you head over? <laughs> why don't you jerk on jerk over to those keys? I don't know. Um, leave us a nice little review or throw us some stars. We love that. We love it. Williams, mm-hmm. um, how are you? Oh, how wow. You? Me first. Wow. Yeah, you first. Um, I'm, I'm okay. Um, I, I got some good news last week, so that was nice. I got this thing that I applied for, which is great. So that was a nice little, uh, you know, it's nice to have occasionally, even though you are sure of certain things about yourself, I know I'm not an idiot really, but it's nice to have it in writing in some yeah. way. Do yeah, you know for I mean? sure. <laughs> and, you know, I am still an idiot, don't worry, but, you know, having a little bit of like, no, you're on the right track was, was nice. So, um, 
that was good. And, um, yeah, everything is, I don't know. I was telling Kelly, I gave myself a really fucked up, like art school haircut by total accident yesterday. And just everyone, I always say, cut your own bang. I cut my hair all the time, but this one, I wasn't even stressed out. It just happened. I don't know what just take a second and breathe, everybody, before you do this, okay? Maybe don't come home, get right off the bus and say, oh, my God, I look like shit. I need to fix this right now and then just go ham. Don't do that. Yeah. I I mean, I think it feels worse, obviously, when you fuck up your own hair. But if you think about haircut, like, people get bad haircuts, like, truly all the time. And so it's like... <laughs> It's kind of a wash, I think. Like, obviously, you're going to be, like, more self-critical. But I think for people, like, I... And you are like this, too. Like, I really don't get haircuts. So it's like, if I do a bad job on one, I'm like, meh. Because of the time, like, on a a geologic time scale, like, I would have had a bad haircut since I started cutting my own hair. Mm, I like that logic. Yeah, I mean, I usually do a good job. I just was, uh, I wasn't, uh, wasn't in the in the headspace to do it really. But it's okay, and it grows back. That's the great thing, you know. For now, yeah, especially bangs. That lasts. Yeah, not not a big deal. The thing is, everybody, when you try to redo your own shag haircut, that's a level. uh, uh, That's a cut above. (laughs) Huh. Just doing your bangs, and uh, that's that's expert level. And I I danced with the devil on that, and <clears throat> I'm in hell. Um, and Kelly. she's in hell. Yeah, I've been trying to do do my own shag, and it's there's yeah, it's, it's I don't know. There's pluses and minuses. It's to sort this of a battleship. Uh, mm. Do you remember that game? Yeah, I remember the commercials for it. Yeah, so it's I didn't like have that. a brother, so. Oh, yeah, I had a brother. So it's like that where, if you'll recall in the commercials, like, sometimes it'll be like, you didn't hit anything. And then sometimes it'll be like, total annihilation. Right. Yeah. Can you put it in terms of, (laughs) um, like, guess who or... Yeah, when you're like... Game sorry, maybe. Is is he bald? (laughs) And then they're like, he's bald. And then you're like, boom, 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 boom. You knock out eight people. Sometimes it's like that. And sometimes you're like, does he have brown eyes? And they're like, yeah, he has brown eyes. And you're like, cool. Well, that's not that helpful. Most people have brown eyes. And you know what? That's my fault for asking up stupid questions. (laughs) It's my fault for asking. I'm an idiot. (laughs) Okay, now I get it. Now I get it. Um, (laughs) Is that a helpful metaphor to people when you think about cutting your own hair? Yeah, I, I think it's it's clarified some stuff for me. And you know, that's the way life works. You get you get a an award, you get a little fellowship, and then you fuck up your hair. It's like I you can't have it all, and that's okay. This is the universe balancing my life as it always does. Yes. Um, it's about chi. It is. It really is. You know, if, if ugh, whatever. Anyways, I'm gonna stop looking at it. Um, Kelly, how are you? Good. Um, great. Great. <laughs> Uh, better than good. Um, <clears throat> yeah, everything is right where we left it. Last <laughs> you had week. a blizzard. Um, you had a blizzard. There was a blizzard. In New York. Yeah, there was a blizzard. I worked on the evening of the blizzard. It was basically slow and chill. I do think. Um, 
like I saw a lot of people on Twitter being like, oh, perfect night to just go to a bar, have a beer. I did notice like so much more beer. We poured mm. so much more beer. It was like the Super Bowl. It was like beers, beers, beers. Weird. And um, so I think people were like really in that mood. But um, I was not in the mood to be, mm-hmm. like, the barkeep and be, mm-hmm. like, bend my ear, I don't, you know what you're I mean? Like the, it's very, no matter where you're working, if there's a snowstorm, you automatically are, like, a portly tavern wench. Like, they're just, yeah. like, let me tell, yeah, it's, it's like, this kind of, like, uh, it's more, it's so homey or something. And yeah, like, it's no, very no, romantic. Not, there's and... not a roaring fire, and right. I don't have a little, like, scullery outfit of cap anyways yeah continue and um yeah so people were really like looking for that vibe and i was not looking to (laughs) give that vibe um and yeah so rarely am i in that mood these days but um sometimes i mean what is hospitality in the year 2022 right Give me a great definition of how one is supposed to do that. Right. Cause... I do think, yeah, the the dance, the scales, all of it is, 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 uh, it's, it's an unbalanced checkbook at this point. We might be in the red. <laughs> we might be in the black. I don't know. Um, it might be like that. <laughs> Did you see there was a relationship subreddit where a guy was like, I'm starting my own business and I just realized my wife has her own credit card that her parents pay off every month and our family budget isn't just from my income. And people were like, and he was like, my wife of like nine years. And it was like, oh, you, but you're going to start your own business, but you just figured that out. Oof. That's the checkbook of what hospitality workers owe guests at this point. I see. I agree with you. Um, Honestly, like, at this point, um, don't speak unless spoken to, if you're a guest. <laughs> Children should be seen and not heard. <laughs> Little pictures have big ears. <laughs> As my mother would always my say. My mom said that, too. Southern moms unite. I, I, and the, the thing is, when they say that, and they, my mom said it all the fucking time when it was grown-up talking and I would be in the room. When they say that, then you know that you just, that they're talking about something that you're not supposed to hear. And then you're like, wait, now I'm going to go back and, like, don't draw attention to it. I never would have known you were talking about right, exactly. whatever boring adult thing. I'm sure I wasn't exactly, even, like, Exactly, that good. I don't care about in the first place. It's also, like, kids are just natural, like, mimics because yeah. because they don't have... Like, they don't know what they're filtering. They don't know. So it's like, yes, of course I would remember, like, almost word for word what you said, but no context. So it wasn't me being like, well, can you believe Sue did da-da-da to Dan? It's like, (laughs) I can repeat that. Yeah. I'm a little Mina bird or whatever they're called. Is a Mina bird the ones that... um, uh, I think I told you this, and maybe I've said it on this podcast, y'all. It's been like three years. I'm sure you've heard all of my stories. Yeah, you've heard a times. lot. I'm really you've sorry. Heard a lot. I'm very sorry. Uh, but when I was a kid, I I know I actually for a fact. I'm just gonna say it again. I had one of those yak backs, mm-hmm. and I recorded my sister talking shit about her husband because I thought it would be funny, and I went out and played it for him because I thought it was 
Because that's what they show in the commercial. In the show, yeah, yeah. Right? They're like, haha, yeah. be a little sneaky spy. Or yeah, whatever. it was very like Harriet the Spy vibe. Well, uh, folks, didn't, I feel like uh, when we great. were kids, there was a lot more like kids spying on. Like that was like a. I mean, maybe I'm just not keyed <laughs> into what children, but it was like there were a lot of like girls eavesdropping on people. Mm, yeah i mean i guess we have nancy drew to thank for that okay yeah. and then and then but yeah you're right there was like they they wanted to set up the battle between adults and kids in a new way yeah but it was specifically like precocious girls like setting up like harriet the spy harriet the spy is who i'm thinking of specifically that little bitch tomato sandwich eaten whore never read that shit come on oh really so good. No. The Weston like, game? Come on. A lot of fun. No. No. Okay. I just did it in real no, life. So. No. No. I lived it. I lived it. <laughs> I lived it. That was my and lived it's, experience. <laughs> it's my embodied experience. <laughs> uh, in school, well, I'm going to add embodied to the list of words that you should say every every time you speak. <clears throat> Liminal. Embodied. Liminal. Embodied. And what was the other one? Um, mm. we're forgetting class. We forgot. <laughs> it's the hand hook, and you should always reference the hand hook. Maybe. And the hand hook. Uh, when I almost said that some a character in a movie was a slut in the middle of class, but then had to stop myself. Maybe that. Maybe it's maybe it's slut. Maybe slut is the word that you should. We're bringing back. Right. Never, well, what's the line here in school? You know, are we talking like real people? No. I guess I can't say slut. The answer is no. But I think if you, I think you could say slut and then kind of leapfrog off that and be like, I'm actually challenging mm. like modalities of femininity because it's like, <laughs> what is a woman's sexuality? The maternal, right, right, the yeah, ephemeral, can, sure. The and then I just, I like undo my shirt and I have slut written across my <laughs> chest. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. You're getting another grant, Lillian. You are getting another stack. Embodied experiences of, yeah, in the classroom. Yeah, I got got it. All right. Okay, folks. Absolutely Um, perfect. By the way, if you want to use that for your thesis... Oh yeah, please. Go ahead. Um, Just, uh, we request that you just use this audio clip as part of the... Okay. And then just send us like 10 bucks. Um, Kelly, do you have any service stories before we dive into? Um, do I? Boy, do I. Um, <laughs> just to say, <laughs> I tried to pitch this to someone who worked at an Eater, and so far I have not gotten a response. Um, I, I know that I've said it before on the podcast, and please write in if you have a differing experience or if you would like to affirm my experience. Some of the horniest making out, like, what mm. the gaga what is going on? Truly yesterday, okay, Monday night, um, my bar was pretty busy. I was serving. Another guy was bartending. This couple comes in. I, I seat them. We have table service in this bar if you're not seated at the bar. Yeah. Um, this couple comes in. I seat them. Then I go to bring them water. 
Okay. I give them the menu. Then I come back around with water. I go, the girl is gone, but I assume she's in the bathroom. I go, do you know what you'd like to drink? The guy goes, she's ordering at the bar. I turn around. She's like, <laughs> like a true robot, like just has her card out while the bartender is like making drinks. And he's just like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she just was like, can I yeah. start a tab card out? He's yeah. like, uh, okay. <laughs> and so he's like, you know, obviously finishes making the drinks, swipes her card, blah, blah, whatever. Um, I, <laughs> he puts the drinks on the end of the bar because he was like, can you just run these over to those people? Because I don't want to like be handing yeah, yeah. them across, you know, whatever. Sure. So I bring the drinks over. They are already kissing. I'm like, okay, they're kissing. I put them down. Mm-hmm. They begin to make out neck kissing. No. Making out so heavily. I was like, and I felt bad for, worse for the bartender because they were like in his direct line of sight. And they only had that one drink and they stayed for easily two hours. Oh my Just God. Kissing, kissing, kissing. And I was like, Look, I get it. I think that's a fun, kind of whimsical thing to say. Boy, I could just make out for hours. That is not how I feel. I'm, I got a lot of earth in my chart. I'm, I'm real practical. So for yeah. me, I, after 15 minutes of that, I'd be like, are we, is there going to yeah. be penetration tonight? Like, what's right. the deal? Yeah. Uh, God. Okay. Well, first of all, you're you're camping out and you're making out at this you're heavy petting and you're you're taking like you're at the drive-in and then i texted one of my coworkers about it who obviously was not working and i was like boy because we had been kind of making fun of people who make out at the bar and i was like boy you wouldn't believe this couple and she was like no you wouldn't believe last night she'd worked sunday night she was like, I was bartending. This couple sat down right in front of the bartender station. And she was like, and then they were vaping and shotgunning each other. The vape <laughs> back and forth. And she was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and they also only got one. Drink. Like, and these people are Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. And they are going to every single bar in New York Literally. City. That Do you see is... what we're doing? Do you see it? Do you see oh, it? Oh my god! Wow! I was like, "What is happening?" Like, I truly—I've said it before, and I'll say it again. That bar is on an Indian burial ground, and something is afoot. Um, that the is sexy and disgusting. It would. Uh, no matter how you feel, look, we've all done. We, we've talked about this. You and I. You and I have both had our share of you know public displays of etc. And um there is no excuse don't and why now and what's going on and stop it what's going on and i just think if and this you know this belies some some classism on my part but if the house cocktails are 13 dollars a piece no shotgunning of vape smoke please (laughs) please take it to a five dollar beer shot combo. Yeah, or at the very least, the bathroom. I mean, <laughs> take to the bathroom, Jesus. Also, I was like, because in the new Sex and the City reboot, 
Shay, who's like the queer sure, comedian, sure, sure. shotguns weed smoke to Miranda. Uh, so I was like, okay, definitely yeah. the girl in this couple saw that and was like, wait, that's hot. And then is like now doing that, right? It, yes, but also that's not sec- vapes aren't sexy, and you doing that with a vape is not sexy. I would rather you shotgun pure cigarettes from a Marlboro <laughs> light than do a fucking. Imagine vape shotgunning thing. a cigarette. <laughs> You're like, you want some of this Marlboro Red, honey? Yes, I would. I would think that's hot. I, that's more hot to me than a fucking. Vape. It's definitely more hot, but it's not hot. But I guess yeah, vape no. smoke is. I have, I, I've been sucking on a vape lately and it looks dumb as fuck. Also when I'm upset and I'm doing it, it looks even, if I'm, I'm angrily sucking on a vape pen, it's like, there's no cool way to vape. I know, but I like you with the vape pen. I think it's funny. Well, it is funny, but I only wish my only regret. And this is what I say to everyone who's still vaping is like, so sad that you can't do mango anymore. Right. Well, the jewel is too I, I have to only vape. No, no, no. This is like weed. So uh, at the at the okay, very I least, back. I take back. But it's like it's like mostly CBD and a little bit of weed. But but I but the only thing that's saving me is that I cannot do it one hundred percent of the of my day. So of course, if not. do you know what I mean? So like, but if I had a tobacco vape, I would. That's Maybe. that's that was my jewel my jewel problem. I know, the jewel dilemma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The jewel dilemma. They're Get teaching Michael that. In, on the they're teaching that. <laughs> 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 oh, oh boy, that's three. That is three grants that I'm getting now. Count them. The Count them. The jewel dilemma. Okay. <clears throat> Can we? We. I have to go to school. Soon, I know. I'm so, sorry. No, no, no. Don't be Kinda sorry. Focus this, up. Okay, let's just do a type five on whatever the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> I know, about. it literally is. So, um, a, Jack sent us this um, article. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack, loyal patron. Um, and also, the context of you sending us this, I'm guessing, is that it was posted on, like, a shit post account. Like a, like a post-leftist Instagram account. But you tell me, yeah, because it's from 2018 and you sent it to us and then we're like, what is this? Let's unpack it. So I imagine it's resurfaced in some, uh, you know, in some context. Yeah. yeah. The anti-work subreddit, I think, kind of imploded this past week. I... I'm not a loyal. I don't check it all the time, but loyal listeners of this podcast know that I have been dallying with it's anti-work. A great, it's a great one. I love those. I had to un I had to like actually unfollow but then I had to check. It's too many posts for my feed, but yes, yeah. they are. They are But great. I think they had yeah, I was I was actually just re- I saw it on someone else's Twitter that I followed from the anti-work that she was like, "Whoa, like she was like I mean, she's like an actual anarchist, so she was upset and she was like, "It's been co-opted, blah blah blah." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it happens. I was, like, hard to imagine someone co-opting, like, the movement of, like, <laughs> yeah, like, I just take shrooms and I don't have a job. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> Anything is possible. Anything is um, possible. In late capitalism. 
Nothing surprises me anymore. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna kill myself. Okay, so this uh, Eater uh, piece by Malcolm Harris is uh, from 2018. This is pre-pandemic we're talking about. Uh, salt, fat, acid, heat is Marxist fantasy porn. A yeah. very a, a very promising or rather aggressive... Uh, I don't think he wrote that headline because I like him. And I, the, if he did, I'll be mad. No, no. The right. The I mean, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, the the writers usually, you know, they don't make up the headlines. It's the editor. So you're right. <laughs> Imagine if he was like, "Yeah, I will write this," but he's like, "You can pay me fifty bucks less. It has to be called Marxist <laughs> fantasy porn." Yeah, porn needs to be in there. Just <laughs> yeah, shoehorn need- it somehow. Porn. <laughs> Please say Jenna Jameson's acid salt <laughs> fat heat, whatever. <laughs> oh my god, I cannot believe I have an embodied fucking class in I know, minutes. I'm so sorry. No, Guys, no, also, it's... like, Lillian was like, this is when I have class and I fully read it wrong, and so I was just like, doodly-doo, I went to Best Buy, I was getting a cord, blah, 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 and then she's like, so, like, what's going on? <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, I'm on the way home. No, no, it's fine. This is this is our new this is the new normal for us folks. We are doing everything we can to bring you quality entertainment. But sometimes, you know, we're uh girls on the go. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so yes, this piece thoughts, Kelly? Um so basically, yes, what he kind of talks about is that this show highlights um kind of like artisanal production in a way that celebrates not the kind of like artisanal aspect itself the or for its of own it. right. sake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just the, like the joy of the labor and the way that the people who produce these, um, commodities, goods, whatever foods, yeah. um, are able to like see themselves in, in that labor and, Co- almost coexist with the labor itself rather than like performing it they're like right. they are a colleague of the bees or the soy sauce <laughs> yeah, or the right, microbes right 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 yeah no i mean i thought this um i th- i it just sucks when you know somebody is like uh, you know clearly like has some, you know, background or, or, or knowledge base or whatever that is, you know, relevant, but also has to like put it through like an eater Mm -hmm. lens. And I'm like, Oh, this can't be what it should be. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, like it's, it's actually a really interesting thesis and then to have to translate it to like someone who voted for Pete Buttigieg is like, it is a challenge. <laughs> it is certainly a challenge. It's just funny that there's a line that says, in one of what are called 18, the 1844 manuscripts, I'm like, Eater? What's going on here? Um, <laughs> estranged labor, etc. But um, yeah, I think it does a nice, he does a nice job of, is it he? Yeah. Uh, does a nice I, job of, of he's too of, ugly to be a he they let's be honest um doing a nice job of like you know laying things out in a way that's not like 
for babies, but is also like clear and in layman terms or whatever. But, um, and it is an interesting, and I've never seen this show, but I know that yeah. it is very popular and people seem to love it. And for, it seems like, I don't know, the right reasons. I don't know. But also it's like, okay, it's on, it's on Netflix and it's, <laughs> yeah, I on. mean, he did like kind of take pains to be like, just to be clear, this isn't anything that the show itself is positive. <laughs> right. 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 He's like, I, that, this is me as an outsider. But I think something that, where he got to, which is a really interesting point, is like, um, is the way that Family Meal kind mm. of becomes this site of unalienated labor because mm-hmm. it's like labor performed for people that you know and that you also will be like eating. And um, I thought that was a really sweet, if maybe not always like practically realized um way of thinking about family meal yeah and i do think there are these like moments in restaurants where like it becomes i mean we've talked about so much like the bonds that you like build in a restaurant and how much especially now going to work really feels like it's for the community and for your coworkers. yeah not for the yeah. performance of the guests or even like the the guests money like there are times where I'm like I'm truly going to work to see my coworkers and yeah yeah you know yeah, no, I, I liked that too. And the family meal aspect was funny. I mean, we've all, we all have our, we've all had our horror stories of family meal, but having family meal be a place of like community and like creativity and like this, like kind of this special space, uh, where a lot of things kind of come together that's unique and does not happen again for the rest of the night. And what didn't yeah. happen before I think is, is kind of a cool way to, I will uh, say the restaurant that we worked together at had, like, it was a small restaurant, so it was usually only going to be, like, three or four front-of-house people, and then, you know, a couple line cooks and the the chef, and those family meals were, like, really special times yeah. to me, and, like, I still think of, like, really silly, really funny. Me too. Me like, too. Like, and I, I think that that is like that was like truly special and there were line cooks who definitely like came in and then like grew into mm-hmm. like making really beautiful family meals and yeah that is so special and actually that restaurant was um it had a sister restaurant right next door that we both sometimes would <laughs> flop over to and i remember one time i went over and at family meal one of the other servers like pulled out her phone and started watching Netflix on her phone. And I was like, what's happening? I was truly mm. like, yeah, this is right. This I is was like, no, I was like, but this is when we talk and do funny voices. Aww. <laughs> I was like, so shocked. And it really is like, I do think it makes like all the difference in the world when you're able to have like those moments of like r- true revelry. I mean, we would, like, sit and we... Like, like, crazy. There were, like, moments when it was, like, A, I was about to get in trouble if I laughed, but, like, I would anyways. Yeah. We would shoot each other looks. It was like being... It was like being at a table with, like, your siblings and you're just, like... Yes! 
you're just yeah. like you're looking at each other and like you probably have fucked up history and you kind of hate each other but then also in this you're laughing together and it's like and then it it, it was just a very different feeling like it yeah. is a different feeling cuz you're you're not you're not in that space yet you're not performing you're not you know all of those things so yeah it is it is a special we should just send this whole episode about family meal what are we trying uh, to do here? such a special time um yeah i think that um I was just thinking about this yesterday that I, I do think that like in the face of like the overreach of corporations, like I do think that like just naturally, like there's going to be a lot of like small, small things being produced, whether it is like like a wordle which i've referenced like just adding like a small website that you go to mm-hmm. to just check one thing instead of like twitter or like right. instagram and then also like these small i mean the goo cakes that Lillian hates like one person making cakes <laughs> or like even a podcast is like that like we're just like one podcast not on a network and i do think like mm that I, I think that, like, just naturally those things are, are gonna, like, just have to become parts of our lives. And because I think part of, like, the corporate overreach is, like, how much information is lost to algorithms and, like, not even, like, oh, I, we have to preserve this stuff. I'm not being one of these people that's, like, buy DVDs, buy DVDs. <laughs> but I feel like... You're on the corner. You're on St. Mark's. But I mean, literally, like, Google's algorithm is objectively worse than it used to be. And, like, you have to, like, seek out your own information outside of Google because, like, you'll Google stuff and it'll just be like, okay, this is, like, not related to what I need. No, you have to go back to the olden days of doing plus signs in between all your words or whatever. And you're, like, like, doing... Um, No, I think that that's, that's... uh, very smart, and I think uh, is a great prediction for this podcast that it's about to take off, baby. Yeah, yeah I um, just think like <laughs> corporate media has diluted things. It's not necessarily no, no, like I oh, I think like the indomitable human spirit. I think it's just like the pure dilution that comes yeah. from like trying to be able to access every human means that you're gonna need to like have like more like fucking insect brain. Like I need da 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 da. Yeah. Yeah. Here's hoping. Yep. Um, yeah, well... Well, you know what? Tonight, Kelly, I really felt... I really felt... Uh, I felt like I was right back in the old olden days, you know, in a good way. Beautiful. Churn butter. I felt like I was on, in Colonial Williamsburg tonight. Beautiful. <laughs> um, no, I just... I mean... <laughs> I just mean like it's nice to talk about something other than COVID and it's nice to reminisce in a way that doesn't, that isn't negative. And yeah, there are, it's nice to remember that there are, (laughs) it's nice to remember that there are good memories, which is, doesn't make sense, but there are good moments and there will continue to be good moments. And, you know, you just have to put one foot in front of the other. That's right. Pull yourself up by your bootstrap. Wait. Um, wait. Wait. No. I, uh, um, <clears throat> well, 
thanks for listening, everybody, for sharing your space with us, wherever you may be. And um, we have no new Patreon members. To those we do have, we owe you a few things, and they're coming shortly. And <laughs> you will be getting them. And we're going to be banging down your fucking digital door <laughs> any day now, cowboy. So saddle up. Strap in. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I have to go to class in five minutes, so we're going to end this. But, um, Kelly, it was great to see you on my little screen. It was great to see you on my screen, Lillian. And I miss you. I miss you, too. And we love love you. you. Wait. Okay, bye. Bye.